people interacting with those different places, people,
So wanted to, 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 to share that here with you, with you, with you, with you, with you all, all, all. But that, that, that's quick, 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 and then before I get, 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 get to do this, do this, I am in an affiliated partnership with a great company called Mudwater. Enjoy it, do it, do it, do it. But uh, 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 
with very She's got a really, really cool story. And, 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 and getting to know her over time. Learning, 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 playing, nailing, 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 winning, winning, to my be Watch, 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 listening and under your night, under your night, under your night, understanding and anything, 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 systems of hot, 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 Hello, Alex. How are you? Hi, Benny. I'm great. How are you? Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. You're very welcome. I'm very, very happy and grateful that you're here. I'm doing well. Um, towards the end of the week, it is Thursday, almost the weekend. So, so yeah, happy about it. Mm-hmm. Almost there. Yeah. Do you have any <laughs> any big uh, weekend plans at all? Engagement party tomorrow. Wow. Yeah. Yes. So for your engagement, I presume. Yes. Yeah. We're just going to have some family over and pop champagne and cake, all that stuff. <laughs> all the goodies. That's awesome. Well, congratulations again. Thank you. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm excited to get into these songs. Uh, very excited to get into the stories behind the songs with you. Thank you for sending them over. I listened to them. 
Um, do you have any preference on the song that we start with? Let's make it random. I don't know. How do we <laughs> randomize it? How do we, how do I? I'm thinking in my head, how do we do this? Um, <laughs> let's go with, let's go with the second one. Just randomly. So uh, this one is, and this is the order that you had sent them to me. So this song is There Was Jesus by Dolly Parton and Zach Williams. So um, okay. I oftentimes like to start chronologically. So can you think of when this song entered your orbit or the first time that you had heard this song? Mm -hmm. uh, I was living in Atlanta um, at the time and I had heard it during COVID actually. Um, I don't remember exactly like when, if it was at the beginning, but it was definitely during COVID and, you know, living in Atlanta in a condo on my own during COVID was very difficult. I felt lonely often and used reading, you know, as a way to, to kind of stop thinking about the real world and what was going on and kind of escape. And I'm mostly interested in like leadership books and, you know, uh, self-development books. And the one I was reading um, was by Trevor Moad. Um, it takes what it takes. And he talked about how him and Russell Wilson in the off season would only listen to Christian music and um, it helped with Russell's mood and it helped him kind of have a more neutral state of being. So I started listening to Christian music and experimenting with this idea. And that's how I came upon this, this song um, in like a worship playlist. Nice. That's really yeah. interesting. That's a good, I wonder, I mean, I feel like when it comes to habits and doing things that work, I imagine he's probably still listening to the same music or the same genre of music to get that same desired effect. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I would think so because he found success with that. They had mentioned they've done it before. So I guess that's, that was all he listened to. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. That's in, it's impressive. That's cool. I mean, music in some ways is medicinal. So I'll, yeah, I think it does wonders for everybody. Mm -hmm. But it, it is difficult just to stick to one genre. And it's almost like, so this song for me really stuck out because I've struggled with my faith throughout, you know, my life um, just due to, to things that have gone wrong. And mm. I think, you know, as, as people, we, we tend to find something to blame. And so for me, like I always had, obviously not everyone, but I've always had a relationship with, with God. And um, when things go wrong, I just, you know, my faith wavered for sure, especially mm. like during COVID, I would question things. And um, this song just really stuck out and actually helped me grow my faith and get you know, kind of closer to, to God again. Um, because in the song, it, it talks about like someone's journey in life and how Jesus was always there. And when I look back and think about it, it I almost have a overwhelming sense of gratitude uh, because I felt like he was there through everything in hindsight. 
And in particular, particularly in the time when you'd listen to it during COVID, when millions of people were feeling a lot of the same feelings you were, and I mean, I was, and everybody of just being alone and being disconnected and the unknown of like, is what's going to happen next? And so that's awesome that yeah. you're able to find comfort with that song to kind of bring you back to either neutral or like an elevated state, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was... It's it's amazing how even though like I was listening to it over and over again and it just it was such a comforting yeah comforting feeling I think when we have that song that really just sticks out to us in that moment it's it's comforting to have it on repeat totally yeah, yeah. I agree were, were there can you think of any particular instances where um you would turn to the song in particular like if you were uh reading and having something in the music in the background if you're cooking and having music in the background or going for a walk yeah it's so it's funny you mentioned that it was when i was cooking i had um my playlist on um that worship one and this came on and actually while i was cooking and listening to it i broke down crying Mm. it was very emotional and it just hit me it was so unexpected and I think listening to it over and kind of reflecting on things was in a way therapeutic for me also um so I would listen to it um I put it like I started my own playlist so I would listen to it actually during workouts in the car so yeah and and I go back to it when I really you know, need to find a sense of peace. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A helpful tool. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And you mentioned that it would be something that would, uh, I think you might've mentioned help you reflect on things. So what kind of things would you think about? I thought about actually <laughs> my formative years. So like growing up playing tennis and being with being different. I think that was the first thing I, I was reflecting on being different and kind of feeling like I didn't fit in because I grew up in a very small town with immigrant parents. Um, I played tennis at a high level. So I moved a bunch and trained in other states and was homeschooled eventually. So it was just kind of, oh, I just felt different. And I felt like I always had to find a new group of people to connect with. And there's a sense of loneliness there too, because tennis is a very independent sport or, you know, anyway. And so traveling and adjusting to new coaches, new peers, and it can be lonely and difficult. Yeah. So it made me think about those times and how they shaped me. And it's actually very deep because then I go into college and um, had injuries with, you know, my shoulder and everything, surgeries, and um, then went through a very uh, difficult divorce um, in my early 20s and just starting over a lot. And I felt like a lot of things, negative things happened to me that ended up actually improving my life but in the moment they just seem so detrimental and you don't know that things will actually get better from this yeah point, so 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I I think about that often. It like the idea that bad things are happening to us or quote unquote to us and it's awful. But then if you have, you know, if you have the patience to wait X amount of time, maybe like a couple of weeks or a month or a year from that terrible moment, something else will come along that is like a good uh, byproduct byproduct from it. And I think about that often too. And it's like, I mean, it makes you think of like Harry Potter, Fox, the Phoenix, if you're a Harry Potter fan, but it just like, I don't even, I don't know. I just think about that too. And just in like having gratitude, even for the, t- the stuff that really sucks, because there's always yeah. going to be stuff that sucks, but yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that too. Cause it's something that, yeah, just reflecting is like, oh yeah, that really did not feel good. That went wrong. I shouldn't have did this, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, well, that's okay. Because dot, 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 it led to, you know, whatever. Yeah, exactly. I think understanding as human beings, you know, understanding that breaking points are actually good. Yeah. Is a very, it's it's a very difficult thing to change mentally. It's kind of how you face the difficult moments, those breaking points where you don't feel like there's a way out and you don't feel like anything around the corner that's positive because you're so deep in your pain. And, um, and life is actually full of pain. But I don't think necessarily we should, you know, face that in a negative way, almost take it as a challenge. You know, I'm going to feel this. I'm going to, you know, get through the pain somehow. Just don't know what that looks like in this moment. Yeah. And that's like, and you're so right on when you're in the moment, you're blinded by the pain and the rage or sadness or anguish, depression, whatever it might be that like, there's no way out of this. There's no way this can be better how can this possibly, how can I move on from this? But like some way life just kind of keep the world, the globe keeps spinning and time is not going to stop doing its thing. So all we can do is move forward. And it also reminded me of what, um, when you were speaking, those that sometimes can resist that and kind of be stuck in, in any sort of negativity or stuck in that terrible sequence I think we can sometimes, and this, I definitely don't want to generalize, but sometimes Mm -hmm. it can be reminded of a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. And you mentioned, you know, setbacks and we can relate it to sports or or tennis. You know, if, if if one of your players is just putting in some extra time after practice, working on their serve and it's just boom into the net, boom into the net, boom into the net, like they're going to be shaken. They're going to be rattled. Mm -hmm. But like you had said, every time we hit the ball into the net, we're getting closer to a successful serve or whatever the result is of what we're working on. So I think, you know, yeah, growth mindset. That's That's the biggest thing. (laughs) Exactly. I feel like everything comes down to to mentality and uh, perspective. And that's why coaching is such an impactful, you know, career because, especially for me, I've had so many negative experiences and I'm trying to, you know, teach these young players that that's okay. And you're going to go through the same things, but I hope you handle them better. Or I hope you use my experience to help you kind of avoid um, one form of pain and replace it for another, because you will have to as an athlete, whether it's injuries or, you know, mental setbacks, whatever that yeah. might look like. Totally. And, mm-hmm. and learning from the mistakes too. That's the yes. part. It's like, it's like, can, if we're going to make mistakes, fine, 
honestly welcome the mistakes. I hope they happen, but mm-hmm. we also need to be learning from them so we don't keep repeating the same thing over because then we're not really changing or getting better. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me it reminds me of like a little kid who burns their hand on like a hot oven. But mm-hmm. since they're a little kid, they might not remember. So they like go and touch the hot oven again, like a week later. But it's like, all right, like now we know, like now you feel that pain. Yeah. We don't want to feel the pain anymore. So we're not going to do that. Right, right. Failing, but failing forward. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we, we should just write a book. We're so close. <laughs> Let's do <Yeah>. it. <laughs> so philosophical. Yeah, I'm dropping my career. You can just stop being a coach. We're going to be authors. Everything is settled. It's decided. <laughs> Yes. Um, yeah. Another thing that this made me think about, um, it just clicked that song, this song um, actually um, a- appeared in my life when I was going through my most difficult panic attacks and the de- depression and everything. Mm-hmm. I remember that now. Um, and that's kind of when we, you know, got introduced yeah. and I was going through that really rough period. Um Mm-hmm. So maybe Russell Wilson's onto something. I think so. Because I definitely got through that eventually. Yeah. With my commitment to worship music. <laughs> also, I mean, also, I would probably attribute it to some sort of resilience and mental fortitude that you have as well. True, true. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, but yeah, I would definitely say that you've made it out. I mean, freshly engaged mm-hmm. at a nice tennis program. <laughs> Hell yeah. See, things always turn out the way they're supposed to. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so with this song, is this something that you've heard out and about randomly? Like walking by a bookstore and you heard it out in the bookstore. Have you ever had any random occurrences like that? Yes, only one. And yeah. it, it was so interesting. Um, I think, yeah, I was out in Texas and... I was in Boot Barn or Cavenders. Yep. We got those here. <laughs> yeah. And um, I, I heard it. I think it was actually last last Christmas. It was around this time, like right before Christmas. And I was shopping for, for a gift in there. And um, it came on. And I was like, wow. I've never heard it out, you know, out and about. So. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I think the universe is sending you a message if they're going to play it at the time that you're walking in the shop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's magical. Is this is this a song you've ever introduced to anybody else? Or is this something that's kind of like just for you in a way? Just for me. Yeah. Um, when I was talking to my fiance before the podcast, we were talking about the songs and I mentioned what the ones I chose. Yeah. And he's like, two of them, I don't know two, two out of the three, because one of them is our song. And so um, he's like, I don't think I've ever heard There Was Jesus. And I'm like, because it's my song. Right. <laughs> special to me. Yeah, yeah. So You'll be lucky if I play this in, in your presence. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, but that is interesting how some we kind of hold close. Or at least for me, I do. I don't know about you. I can definitely agree with that for sure. Yeah, like there are. There's one song in particular that I've talked about to other people. I've talked. I've told them about the song, and I'm like, yeah, it's a song I really, really like. But I don't think I've ever tried to play it for them because 
because of like the emotional connection that I have with it, I feel like they won't understand and yes. they won't get it. And it's not because these aren't intelligent people or anything, but it's just like, there's a very particular intimate connection that I have with this song. And it's, it's mm -hmm. almost like a person. And I'm just like, I need to spend time with this song. And it's, I think it's like a six or six and a half minute song. And like, if I'm like in the right mood, if I'm in the car going somewhere or I'm alone and I can have headphones on and I'm like really in my feelings, listening to this song, like everybody else clear out of the room. Like I need to have a moment. That's how it feels. <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. I agree. I agree. And it's, it's actually, I'm pretty sensitive. So even if I would share it and if they didn't feel that same connection, yeah. it would almost hurt my feelings. <laughs> yeah. Or even like, I would be embarrassed. So I was like, oh, they don't like my, <laughs> my song that I am in love with. Why is this guy looking at me weird? <laughs> right. Like, why? I'm just crying. Don't worry about it. It's nothing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which which is kind of how I felt sharing these with you today. Yeah. You know, because I didn't know what you would think. And you're, regardless, we always, you know, think about what other people think of our choices. And always. It, it can be a little vulnerable. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, if if, yeah. it, if it makes you feel any better, in the very first episode of this podcast, my guest started crying because of the connection that he had with the song and the way that it makes him feel. And so this, oh. I think by like nature of this, this thing that I've designed and created, I hope for people to feel vulnerable and want to talk about the important pieces of it. Cause that's, I, that's what I find to be so great is really good stories and the, the meaning behind it and how it shapes people. And, and even like this one, how you use it as a tool sometimes to help process or reflect, or, you know, if you're, mm -hmm. I don't know if you had said when it's on your way to a workout or coming home for a workout or something like that, but like. I just, I just think it's, I think music in general is so powerful, regardless of the genre, regardless of the beats per minute. If it means something to you, I think it's worth talking about. Yes. Yes. I thought I would get emotional, especially right, you know, right before we started talking, I got emotional reading an article actually about Twitch Yeah. and, and his death. And I'm like, I shouldn't have done that right before the podcast because it was, it was tough to read. I was a little behind because I've been busy sure. with kind of the current events, um, especially this one was a big one. And so it hit me a little bit because, you know, depression, I think, can hit close to home for many people. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I'm embarrassed to say that I didn't know of Twitch before hearing the news yesterday. Like I, I learned, oh, okay. I learned from my partner that he uh was a huge figure in the dance community um she grew up dancing dance in college and competitions and everything and so it's it's very much her world and it was a hard day yesterday um just hearing about the impact they had on the dance community and the way he lifted up young people and helped them believe in themselves um father of three kids so sudden so mm -hmm. yeah awful yeah yeah he was such a light and like a great personality. And that's what can be a little bit scary because a lot of people who are struggling have that light and that spark and other people kind of go to them for that little bit of sunshine in their day. But yeah, you know, behind, behind everything is a, you know, person in pain. So you never know. Yeah. There's always more. There's, it could be positivity, it could be negativity, but there's always something else. There's always something more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sad day. But 
we've got we've got two more songs to get to so let's keep let's keep trucking along um because we've got a long haul dropping that pun we're gonna talk <laughs> let's talk about long haul by ian munsick so yeah tell me about the long haul what's the long haul to you so my fiance sent me this song um the majority of our relationship was long distance okay. um we met in Atlanta. He was the strength and conditioning coach for um, our team when I was the head coach at Georgia State. So, um, you know, we we met that way and like, you know, worked together that whole year. He when he arrived at Georgia State, you know, I was there one more year and then took took a different job in Texas. And, you know, when when I took that job, um, I guess he realized, oh crap, you know, I don't, I don't want her to leave. And so that's kind of when we started talking a little bit more and our relationship uh, developed and, um, you know, he ended up taking a job at, um, you know, at Texas state close to close to you. But um, so we're still about four hours apart. Um, But, you know, long distance is difficult, I think, for any couple at any point in their lives. And there are tough days where you don't see an, like the end to it. When are things going to hit a point and, you know, for us to find our way close to each other. And um, it was on one of those hard days that he sent me the song and he had discovered it that day and was listening to it on repeat and shared it with me. And um we ended up being together in that moment where he shared it with me and we were both in tears in his truck, just crying together. Mm. (laughs) So yeah, that was. And so after that, it became our song and, you know, he promised through thick and thin, he would be there for the long haul. So that's why it means a lot to me and to us too. That's awesome. That's a great story. And I, yeah, like I, I couldn't agree more when it comes to long distance relationships. Those are hard, especially when you're developing the relationship on the back of a pandemic too. Mm-hmm. How was, how was that navigation? I mean, it was, I don't, I don't, obviously I don't know the exact commencement date of your relationship with him. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, I imagine, you know, sometime in the last couple of years. And so how was, how was that navigation for you guys? It was, it was okay. You know, at, at work, I didn't see his face for the first half of the year because, you know, we were both wearing masks sure, sure. and well, that was interesting. Just kind of like big reveal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, we were, we were outside. He was running, you know, a, a, um, a drill with the girls on court and he took his mask off because we were outside and you know tennis we we have a a lot of space in between but um i was like oh that's what you look like great (laughs) but it was it was funny because you know even before that you know i there was something there and um without seeing someone's full face it's just about a feeling and like their heart and their mind and who they are. It just, that's what made it even more special. I think. Yeah. There was a lot more to it. Yeah. And even, even, I mean, I think about 
just communication, but specifically nonverbal communication and just the little gestures mm-hmm. that they might give or the way they carry themselves yeah. or yeah, just the body language in general. There's pe- there are certain types of people that can just show openness and kind of like a welcoming attitude. And so like, that's very infectious. Um, I, I don't know if, I don't know if he mm-hmm. ever exuded that or anything, but it just made me think of that, but, definitely. but, but yeah, that's awesome. And so is this, you yeah. know, thinking about um, there was Jesus, Alex's song, nobody touches it alone time when it comes to the long haul, is this a song that, cause you had said that the two of you had at least one moment crying in the truck together is this a song that you guys ever go back to and re-listen to or do you listen to it on your own or what's like the the frequency both both uh we actually have a, a playlist of our songs like because being long distance we would send each other songs that make us think of each other yeah. and so it's just a playlist now and Whenever like I would go visit him or he would come visit me, we would have the playlist on sometimes. And a weird thing is that when we're together in the car, we hardly ever listen to music. Yeah. So we listen to the playlist when we're apart. And um, but this at at certain points it was on, you know, especially like right when we arrive at, to to visit each other and the music's still on, we get in the car or something that song would come on and we would both like have a little quiet moment, respect the song, you know? And um, yeah, it's, it's cute. Very cute. Special. It is. And I think that honestly, I think it's, it makes you think about when you had said that when you get in the car, you sometimes don't even listen to music. Like, I think that could just be just a, a byproduct of a great relationship that you guys have. And I mean, I imagine if that's the case, you guys are probably having like a really good conversation and just not even noticing that music hasn't started, which I think is very common mm-hmm. for for people that are in a relationship or really good friends or really close siblings. I think it's it's special. It's nice. When when we took um, a couple like cross country trips, um, so when he moved to Texas or he went to visit his family in North Carolina, and we we're in the car together for many hours, this is when, you know, we started to notice it because we didn't notice we weren't listening to anything. And so at one point, I think we were like in Arkansas or something. And he's like, you know, we haven't listened to music at all this trip or any trip. I'm like, that's true. It's very interesting that we don't need that. You know, we have each other in conversation and we're okay in silence too. Um, but another funny thing is my best friend came to visit me a couple weekends ago and um, I was driving my car most of the time and I wouldn't play music. And she goes, I think that's your serial killer trait that you don't listen to music when you drive. (laughs) 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 I don't know how to feel about this. Yeah. Yeah. That's super funny. Uh, I mean, everybody has their way. I guess so. I guess so. I don't know how many people don't listen to music, but it's very relaxing to me. Yeah. I think it depends on what you do because all day long I'm interacting with people, with players, and I'm always on the phone. And so being in the car, it's like, this is my quiet yes, time. It's time to switch it off. I, I agree with that. Yeah. If it's like an ultra busy day and you, and you need, sometimes we need a break. And so, yeah, a quiet yeah. car ride can be 
healthy, rejuvenating. For sure. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, long haul, long haul's a a special song too. Yeah. So is this this is also another more a little more of a slower tempo song. Is there like a particular mood that you find yourself in when you're listening to this song? Yeah, I I don't I don't go out and, you know, search for this song every day. It's not one of those songs that I have many of those where you just put it on um, to help you get in a good mood or you're in a good mood. So you want to listen to it. It's just one of those songs where you want to feel close to your partner if they're not around and you kind of have your own special session in your brain where you look back at memories while you listen or things like that. So I guess that's the mood when I'm super grateful and and happy and I just kind of want to relive those moments, those good moments and tough moments we've had just on my own. Yeah. yeah, It's like another helpful reflection tool. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you have a playlist called reflection. (laughs) I like we're close. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, so. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is this a song you can see yourself listening to for quite a while? I feel like I know the answer. Oh, 100%. It's not one of those that's like, oh, just in the moment. We have a few of those on the playlist too. But no, this one is like a long haul yeah. kind of song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pun intended. Mm-hmm. And he's not a well-known, super well-known like country artist or or anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't listen to country music. I don't. I don't know if you listen. Yeah, I, I mean, do come it. On, come <laughs> on, yeah. I yeah, I don't listen to country music. I feel like I know a lot of not a lot. I feel like I know a fair amount of names of country artists. Um, but yeah, he he is one that mm-hmm. I haven't heard of before. Yeah, he's he's a great singer songwriter for yeah. sure. Where's he from? Do you know? Um, Wyoming, I think, I think something like that. Um, not like the typical Tennessee or Georgia, sure. or, you know, yeah. Texas. I think it's Wyoming. I'll have but, to check the tape once we're done. I'm curious. Yeah. Do you, do you know the show Yellowstone? He, I don't know why he kind of reminds me of Yellowstone. Like his, his album cover and... Like the song, like the singles cover on Spotify, it kind of reminds me of Yellowstone's style. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I could see that. I could totally see that. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Costner walking up with that that beige hat of his. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think of the song? I did enjoy it. I mean, it was like you. I listened to... I, li- I sometimes listen to music to like help me get down into a mood or if I'm already in that mood, I try to find something that meets my my frequency or meets my mood. And so mm-hmm. this one, and I think I'm very sensitive to music too in that way where I can be manipulated pretty easily for whether it's for, for a good, it's positive or if it's negative. Like if I'm hearing something that doesn't fit with how I'm feeling, I'm like, oh, this sounds terrible. But then if I'm in like that particular mood, I listen to it again. I'm like, you know what? This song feels really good. And I like this. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I think listening to this song, I listened to it on my way home 
just before hopping mm-hmm. on here with you when I was leaving work. I was a little frazzled. I was trying to get home. I was stuck in traffic, um, even leaving early from work. But listening to this, I like I could feel myself breathing easier once it was done. And I was a little more relaxed in my seat. I wasn't like up on the wheel or anything. Um, yeah. But then, but then it went to the next song and my energy got back up and then I was grooving in the car again. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 They're very different. You know, the Spotify wrap up. Yes. Like the end of the It's mine's all over the place. So it's. It's funny. It's funny to talk about. <laughs> yeah. I think that's such a cool thing that Spotify does because mine also is. is just like a random spattering <laughs> of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. I'm f- I'm very curious as to what yours would look like. After I feel like after these three songs and after this conversation and what I know about you, I'm very curious to see what's going on in that playlist. Yeah, it's all over. Yeah. Very cool. Well, let's let's go to the the final song that we have here. No excuses by NF. Who is who is NF, and what does NF stand for? Because I do not know this person. I don't know. I don't know what it stands for. But this he's um, he's actually like a Christian rapper. So um, this song has no you know expletives in it. Sure, but it gets me so hype. Which is part of why I love it. It's got a banging beat. I feel like, you know, the, like the long haul was easy for me to choose, but the next two were a little bit more difficult mm-hmm. because I have so many songs that I love. Um, but this one really stuck out for me because, as an athlete and even now as a coach, I I use music to get hype too. I feel like energy. You know, we all know it's contagious, but I think it's important that if you're part of an athletic program and you show up on game day, you show up kind of ready to go, no matter your role. So um, this song is that for me. It's like my hype song. And um, I just I like it a lot because of the lyrics, number one, Um besides like the musical part of it, the lyrics and um, the fact that it's, it's a very intense song without talking about really negative things. If you catch my drift. I do. I do understand. Yeah. So um, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I think the, the, it's a very, I need to go back and, and re-listen to it and listen to the words. I'm someone that rarely listens to lyrics when I listen to music. Oh, for, for, okay. for better or worse, I'm just instrumentals. I've always been about instrumentals. I I grew up playing a lot of, um, or not a lot of, I grew up playing some instruments. I play an instrument now. So mm-hmm. like, that's always the thing that catches me is the actual composition of the instrumentals. But I'm going to go back and listen to lyrics because I'm very curious as to what is going on there and what you pulled from it. Um, but yeah, as soon as it came on, I'm like, okay, this is Alex in the weight room. Or okay, this is Alex. Yeah. This is Alex getting ready for a three thirty practice, and it's three twenty, and she's trying to get ready for for practice. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. That's that's for sure. Um, the song um, every time, and it never. I can never get tired of it. It's so good. Um, and yeah, the like the lyrics. It's not like they're super 
you know, meaningful, but lyrics hit me first, actually, not the instrumental part of songs. Cool, cool. So, so we're a little bit different, yeah. which is which is fun. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely a lyric person. Yeah, it's it's something that like has come up time and time again on this show, talking with folks. Um, so yeah, it's like, yeah, something that, something for me to think about more to see what else I can mm -hmm. get out of it. Because I'm always like, okay, what else can I get out of this experience? Whether it's like a really good lasagna or a really good song, like what else can I get out of this? Um, yeah. So yeah, is is this one that you've shared with anybody else, or is this also kind of like a your like an Alex only song? I've, you know, I've played it um, for the girls and, and stuff like that, you know, pre-practice or pre-match day. Um, and they like it, but there have been a lot of other songs where they're like, coach, what's the name of this song? You got to send it to me, send it to me. And this one, they're like, you know, it's not maybe their vibe. <laughs> yeah. So. And that's okay. It's mine. So totally, totally. <laughs> So I guess I'll keep it more to myself, but I've played it for them a few times, but I was, yeah, this, this song was, you know, I had a hard time choosing between this one and like a couple others, Yeah. but yeah. Three is a short list. Yeah. Too short. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever, cause I know, I mean, you just spoke about how this song applies in the world of sports have you ever used mm -hmm. this song to achieve any kind of desired state outside of sports hmm, that's a really good question um no i haven't it's okay yeah it's definitely it's reserved for the weight room and for practice or match day yeah. sure no that's i was just curious yeah that, that totally makes sense <laughs> yeah i think yeah i would i mean of the identity that I know you are as a tennis coach, I don't know of other instances in your life where you need to be like heart pumping, flexing, ready to go, like run through a wall. I mean, I doubt you're going to do that like at your local Costco when you're picking up, you know, any grocery. <laughs> you're not going to get super amped up yeah. for that, but you never know. Sometimes post-workout, if I go to Costco, because it happens quite often, I don't know why they're like linked. Yeah. And there's one five minutes from me. <laughs> But I, yeah, I rock up in my Nissan Rogue, and I don't realize how loud my music is, and I'm like, uh, maybe got to turn it down a little bit. <laughs> I've been, I've done the same thing. You're coming in, yeah. coming in hot, a little, a little sweaty from a workout, and you see little Gladys with a walker walking by, heading into Costco, getting her her card swiped <laughs> by the the person who's checking cards, and you're just like, just amped up. Yeah, I've been there. Make eye contact. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have to like, oh, uh, Benny, you're in public. You need to calm it down. I think even more than that, even worse than that, is pulling up to get gas at Costco. Oh, I, I then you actually have to get out in front of everyone. Right. That's true. Yeah, and, um, like Queens tennis, like the little hat. It's very country club, and <laughs> yeah, it doesn't fit, but it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. I have, I have yet to get gas at a Costco. I don't know why I don't get my gas there. I don't know. That's silly. But yeah. I don't know either. It's cheaper. It's cheaper. It is. It is. But I yeah. think, I mean, you, you remember <laughs> living in Texas. Gas is kind of cheap down here. Yeah. Yeah. It's fortunate. A lot of things are good down there. Yeah. There's a lot of good things. That's for sure. 
That's for sure. Well, I, yeah, I, my heart goes out to Gladys and all the other folks that are watching you come out of your car. Like it's a, a damn concert at the gas station. I really feel for them. I don't view it that way. I'm saying you're welcome. <laughs> you're, you're bringing light <laughs> to their day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You are welcome, Gladys, on a rainy day. Yes. This is going to help you get ready for bridge, Gladys. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to be amped up yeah. to kick Dolores's butt in a game of You never know who you're... You never know who you're leaving an impression with, so. I know, which is kind of fun. You don't know what kind of impression either. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which I find, I mean, maybe it's like the weirdo in me, but I kind of find that to be like one of life's short-term adventures is like going into a situation where you have like a five minutes of interacting with somebody and then you're gone. And then it's like nothing ever happened. But like, I don't know. I can just remember like stupid little pranks I would pull when I was a high school kid with my friends at like a local Walmart just like dumb stuff, but it was just so fun. So silly. Yeah. Yeah. We're back in the day when you would call people from a home phone and kind of like prank them that way. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The one, the one that I can remember is being in a Walmart parking lot where my friend and I pretend that we have a pair of string and we're both like holding something. And then we go like in the aisles where cars are driving down looking for their parking spot. We would go on either side of that, pretend like we have this rope and that we're like slowly laying it down. And we would like see cars like slamming their brakes. We would see people like walking by and like <laughs> investigating to see if they should be stepping over something. And we were just empty handed. It was, we thought we were very cool. We thought we were very funny. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's great. I would laugh. Yeah. It was, I mean, it made us laugh. So that's, that was the yeah. mission. mission that's all that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We walked away happy, which is the goal. Nice. Were there, so back to no excuses, were there any other songs? of a similar genre or of a, a similar vibe that were in the running oh yeah um i would say liddy by meek mill meek mill this guy so nf when i was hearing him like this guy sounds like meek mill yes. yeah and i love meek mill so it just makes sense yeah it makes too much sense yeah yeah it's like the the g version of meek mill <laughs> yeah the, the disney version i get it i get it <laughs> yeah nice um and then yeah I, I would say those those were the the top two and breaking a actually top three breaking a sweat by skrillex sure yeah i remember that yeah. song yeah it's just i don't know something special about skrillex well not all of them but all of his songs but yeah a couple of them yeah. I mean, also like he, it's kind of funny to say, it, but like, he's a little bit of, there's a little nostalgia with Skrillex. I don't know if you feel that way, but yeah. yeah. If, like, if, if I remember right, you and I are pretty much the same age. I think we're both like 30 or 31 yes. right about there. Um, yeah. yeah. Skrillex was popping off, you know, maybe like a decade ago when we're like 2021 20, and, <laughs> exactly, and, and like, that's yeah. when we're like, oh yeah, me and my four locos. In our prime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh so funny yeah um there was it was definitely on our pre-match playlist mm -hmm. a couple of skrillex songs and drake yeah good old drizzy classic yeah man 
What a star. What a star. One of one of my one of my guests on a previous ep- episode, he had his three songs, but then for a bonus, he just said anything by Drake. <laughs> Says anything. <laughs> Drake's a vibe, honestly. He really is. Yeah. And it's interesting to see how he's changed over his career with his musical choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But he's very complex. He is, which I appreciate. I appreciate the complex people, the weirdos. I'm a fan of the weirdos. Yeah, yeah. I like I like that too. I'm a big fan. We're all a little weird. Exactly. So exactly. Yeah. That's like it's the one thing we know to be sure is that everyone's a little bizarre and a little weird. And I, I find comfort yeah. in that. And that's where connection is too. Right. Yeah. Like thinking about, I mean, music, for instance, like that's a thing you can you connect to other people on or hobbies or anything like that. Um, Mm -hmm. can you remember when you first heard no excuses um one of my good friends um she's a coach also she posted a a video on her story of herself doing Mm pull-ups and that was the song that was playing and i'm like dang i don't know this song but it's really good so i yeah i downloaded it right away (laughs) were you wondering if you listen to this song that you'll be able to do pull-ups like they did yeah Partially, yeah. yes. <laughs> I went out and I did five assisted pull-ups. <laughs> nice. They still count. Absolutely. Absolutely. Pull-ups. I can remember, mm-hmm. I can remember in like middle school or high school when we would do like in gym class, we would do physical fitness testing. Do you remember that stuff? And like of course, like, like the beep test. Uh yeah. Yeah, do that. There's like the V sit. There's the flexed arm hang. There's the push ups. There's and the pull ups. Like I'm raw at stuff, and that's yeah. Reminds me of all that. It's interesting. I wonder if they still do that today in school. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I would guess so. I don't know because I think I think that got started in the mid to late '80s. This is an interesting fact that I actually think is true. I, I don't think I'm making this up. Um, Nancy you don't Nancy think- Reagan, Ronald Reagan's <laughs> wife, in like the mid to late '80s, there was like a huge movement. Like first there was like the war on drugs, but then secondly there was a huge movement um, to get people to do more movement, basically. So it was like exercise and physical fitness, and I think they put in mandates or just different types of legislation to get public schools to do physical fitness testing or to add certain aspects of physical activity to the curriculum huh. yeah which is a great thing i don't know just a random fun fact wow. now you can yeah now you have that but <laughs> now i know now i know i have that in my back pocket. yeah yeah which i know that's probably why you came here you've been wondering that all this time yes <laughs> that's hilarious yeah. Those facts are interesting though, because like when you when you look back and or you have conversations like this and you don't know much about a topic, it's really cool when someone just like throws in that fact. It enhances your conversation. Right. Right. Yeah. Then then who knows where the conversation's gonna go. So so yeah. Okay. Well, do you have any any other lingering thoughts when it comes to no excuses? Hmm. Anything the world should know about this song and how it relates to you? Um, I think we, whether we're athletes or, you know, someone that 
uses music to get them hyped for a workout or, you know, get them prepared for a big moment. Um, I think that those songs like help transition you maybe to another song because like for me, no excuses listening to it so often, you know, (laughs) Spotify would then recommend maybe you like this song. So then that's kind of how you find your next one and your next one. And it's, it's cool to, to transition and to finding new artists that maybe match up and that's how you discover more music and maybe find a way to connect with different artists and songs. So I just think that's pretty cool. Nowadays you're able to, to do that just because of an algorithm. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. And I, and I have to say out of all the, all the algorithms that we interact with on a daily basis, whether we know it or not, I think Spotify's algorithm is my favorite because it does bring pretty accurate, good stuff that I like. Whereas mm-hmm. like other mm-hmm. places don't like, like Facebook or Instagram, the stuff that I that scrolls through, it's like, I looked at that this, I looked at this thing once. I don't want to look at a, a different neck cracking device that has four different speeds. Like, I don't like, that's nice, but no, I don't care. Yes. My life has not been enhanced by right. that. But Spotify does enhance your life, in my opinion. Yes, I 100% agree. I do. I'm very grateful for it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah, access to music. I think that's one of the greatest things of the last 15, 20 years, however however long it's been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the the lyrics, talking about both the lyrics and the, you know, the melody of the song, I think you know, when artists are able to do both really, really well, that's what's special. Yeah. 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 It makes me think of John Baptiste. He's very special in that way. Oh, I don't know that artist. I'll send you some of, some of his stuff. He is impeccable. He is, um, he's a gospel singer. Um, does, I think he does a little bit of like Neo soul too. Kind of like, he's kind of like John legend in a way. I would yeah. say like in that same vein as John Legend. Yeah. Pretty, pretty impeccable stuff, like beautiful singing voice, but then like classically trained pianist and can play the hell out of a piano and is very impressive. Very impressive. Yeah. Definitely send that my way. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. He's a special dude. And he, there's a really beautiful um, uh, award acceptance speech that he did too. I'll send that to you too. It was really, really good. Great. As a coach and your interest in personal development and leadership, I think you will find it very interesting. Great. Thank yeah. you. Happy forward. to. Yeah. Well, this has been wonderful and I appreciate you so much for hopping on. It was really good to reconnect and have the conversation. There's always one little thing that I like to do at the very end. Um okay. And it's kind of like leave leave an open space for you to plug something. So is there anything that you are currently excited about that you want to share out? Or I guess it could be an and or any words of wisdom that you want to share. I'm definitely looking forward to two things, two big things. Starting my, you know, first spring season with this brand new team and hopping into like the division one realm. It's such a big opportunity for us and i'm just really looking forward to leading the team into that moment and just a lot of fresh new things for for us and in that um in that area as a team like coach players and um 
in the region. It'll just be such a special experience and opportunity for us. Um, So that's my career, something I'm looking forward to in my career. Um, And then personally, just June 24th when, you know, when we're getting married, I'm so excited. And um, I think one lesson from that is just to enjoy the day and the process of getting to that day, because so many people stress about the wedding being perfect and everything looking great for other people. And one thing that uh, we're doing is just focusing on what'll make us happy. So if that's a pizza buffet in a barn with beer and wine, that's what we're going to do. So Hell yeah, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love that. I couldn't agree more. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you for that. Well, thank you for having me. It was yeah. so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it was great to catch up. Yeah. Well, to stay in touch, I will send you those things for sure. John Baptiste, uh, the YouTube mm-hmm. video about the award acceptance speech, super awesome stuff. Um, but yeah, appreciate you again. Thanks so much. Definitely. Thank you. All right. Take care. Mm-hmm.